come. I mean, I've watched enough of his stuff and read of it. Like he can. He's not. He's not yeah. crazy. Sure. I just think he's wrong. Yeah. Welcome, everyone. This is Mike and Tammy back for another round of Flyover Logic. I'm Mike, a former teacher turned business owner, lifelong conservative, and a bit of a political hot dish. And I'm Tammy, a sociology professor whose studies and life experience has firmly planted me in the liberal camp. Each episode will give you a brief take on what's got us thinking, what the heck? We'll take a deeper dive into one big topic, and we'll end with sharing something happy, leaving you all with some Minnesota nice. Sometimes you need a bird's eye view to make sense of the world, and sometimes you need to land the plane and take a look around. We hope to do both and help each other learn something along the way. Dang it. I missed it. I missed it. <clears throat> Try to get, mm, hey, oh, is your microphone work? Mine works. Great. Mine works oh, how great. are you today, Tammy? I'm cranky today. Not bulk. You said crabby. Sorry, I'm crabby. Cranky. I'm crabby. Why are you crabby? Is, is there a difference between cranky and crabby? Yeah. Oh. By magnitudes. Wow. What? If, so if you're like crabby, yeah. that's like, oh, I'm hungry. Okay. If you're cranky, like somebody delivers a package to your house, and you're like, why are you knocking <laughs> on my door? Okay. That's fair? I think yeah. that's fair. Okay. Anyway, we I've can, kind of just always used them interchangeably. We, so. can, we can pause this if you're not ready. If you want to have a moment, no, you need a moment no. to comport yourself. No, that's good. Because I am not. This, doing I am this not makes me happy. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I love doing this. Wait till I. Have you're not crabby to today. I am not, but my head is like just spinning. Yeah. It's. It was. You've a got day. a lot of plates. You're like. It was a day of you're days. You're kind of spinning a lot of plates right now. It was a great day. Oh, we're doing the newscaster. Yeah, we're doing it. We're tapping the page. <laughs> Nobody's gonna want to listen to this one. Because it's going to hurt. Anyway, no, do we want to just go right great. in? We want to dig. We're going to dig right in. Let's do it. And then we'll dig in some more. Yeah. For the bonus episode. Bonus. Okay, wait. Okay, we. I didn't plan this before. We haven't out. been doing this. And so I want to do it again. Hey, if you're listening, <laughs> and I learned this from listening to other podcasts yeah. by people who are famous. Yeah. And um, people love them and they do not have trouble. Like they got millions of people who listen to them. Right. And every episode they're like, hey, please. If you're our friend, <laughs> come and review. Please uh, leave us a review. Go on iTunes. Hit some stars. Yes. More than three or two. Kristen. Uh, yeah. Please um, like us on the Facebook. Follow us on the Twitter. Do all the things because it yes. really does. It makes a huge difference. It really does. Uh, it, to whether or not you sh- we show up for people when they're yeah. looking for stuff. And, and we should show up for everyone. I think maybe not everyone. I think that's a little <laughs> much. But dream, dream smaller. <laughs> dream more regular. Okay. Um, that's funny. I was just, I just said this the other day. You ever get, hear the people were like, Hey, it's a, I think a common Midwestern thing. You go like, Hey, how's it going? And they say, just live, in the, live in the dream. Oh. And, and my standard now retort is really, I think you should dream bigger. <laughs> that's good. Uh-huh. Like, like either if you're in a nightmare dream, you need to dream bigger. or you yeah. need to dream like just. Just for fun. Like <laughs> there should be a yacht maybe or wow. like, I don't yeah. know, yeah. like it could be warmer, right. something, but something whatever it is, because be. usually it's just like on the street and people are like, I'm like, hey, how you doing? Oh, living the dream. So like, you're really. saying that nobody is actually truly content with their lives and everybody should No, just should me be. and I'm projecting okay. against everybody. <laughs> okay. I'm very content, but like really, if you're yes. dreaming, sure. come on. Sure. Come on. <laughs> maybe you started a convent. Or a ministry wow. somewhere. But no, you are literally pumping gas 
Oh, you know, like okay. on the way to the, you know, sure. chiropractor. Yeah. And this was Living your dream. dream. Like when you woke up this morning, you're like, you know what? Today I'm dreaming. I'm doing, it. I'm doing it today. <laughs> I'm stopping at holiday and I'm going to get my back cracked. Wow. And then I'm going to pay some bills. It actually doesn't sound like a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> that is where we are in our life. Anyway. Okay. All right. So we're going to do some headlines today. Let's do it. That'd be great. Okay. Do it. Oh, um, wait. So, oh, good. I filled out all the paperwork. You... <laughs> You so did. So one of those days, I don't remember what I did all day. <laughs> all right. So what the heck, huh? Yeah. You want to go since I just yacked a lot? Well, so yes, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna use a different one because <laughs> I just peeked at yours. But I want this QAnon Shamanon. We'll talk about that all one right, next time. Never mind. Okay. So the Idaho 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 <laughs> the Idaho House voted against federal cash to boost their early childhood education. Um, they were eligible for $6 million in federal grants that would have increased access and availability to early childhood educated, education. Um, Representative Charlie Shepard stated he was against the bill because it made it easier for women to leave the home for work <laughs> rather than parent their children full time. His quote was, I don't think anybody does a better job than mothers in the home. And any bill that makes it easier or more convenient for mothers to come out of the home and let others raise their child... I don't think that's a good direction for us to be going. Um, so Idaho is one of only four states in the country that still are not offering public early childhood education, which, you know, has a role in literacy and school readiness for kids. Um, maybe we should care, but also <laughs> just, are you kidding me about women belong in the home? So what's great is that he later apologized. The next day he apologized. He said he was trying to compliment women. See, Okay. <laughs> I mean, what the heck? I mean, what, what the, heck? the heck? And I'm just curious. I mean, I, I can't imagine a woman taking this as a compliment, um, the way that it came out of his mouth. So if that's actually what you were trying to do, um, maybe think a little bit before you talk. This is, see, this is why, this is why it's hard. It's so hard. The struggle is real to be, to be a man. <laughs> Uh, it is so this, hard to be a man time because oh. you're trying to say these things yes. and then you're like, yeah, that yes. was, men have it so hard. I, so I think actually, so I'm going to, well, I'll get to mine, but I do think, all right, I don't want to be too much sticking up for, was it Chuck? What was his name? Charles, mm -hmm. Ch Chuck, whatever. Charlie, um, <clears throat> Charlie, <laughs> Charlie, um, because, but both of our, what the hecks are, I think somewhat can fall in the category of like. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to name it outrage theater. Like oh, where like, sure. just like people just want to be pissed about stuff. Sure. So like he made a comment and it might be to many people offensive or even like his idea that like women are good at raising children or whatever is offensive to like, that's an offensive sure. thing to them. Uh -huh. But like, I don't think he really meant it that way. He really didn't mean it that way. Even if his, even if you don't agree with his position. So he didn't mean like, women stay in the house. Maybe. I don't well, I'm just saying. You're like, giving him the benefit of I, Well, maybe I am, but I'm just I think I think I wouldn't be so cranky about <laughs> cranky about that. Cranky. If the like the bill didn't pass. It was sure. thirty six to thirty four, so it missed it by two votes. Like here's federal grant money, millions of dollars that you're taking away from the kids in your state well if they didn't have it they're not taking it away you're keeping it from them it's different. right okay you're but, keeping uh, it from also them also early childhood education doesn't last so like, um, if they lose it by the time they go to middle school also it sets I'm not you up for you know better success in kindergarten whatever i know 
I just yeah, think, hey, Charlie, this, this is, was dumb. I would put this in the column of uh, the what I've used before the the unforced error. Like it's one of the only things I yeah, know about better. sports. It's like the unforced <laughs> error, <clears throat> which is like you didn't need to say that. No. Um, anyway. So. And if you would have rejected this for like a reason that was actually, I can't think of a reason that I would feel as yes. valid, but like if you could have rejected this for some reason that was not coming across as completely misogynistic, right. then maybe I could understand right. you like Maybe he could it. say like, hey, why don't we make this convertible? Like you can either send your kid to early childhood or we'll give you a credit so that you can afford to stay home to raise your kid because sure. you are better at it than anyone else. Sure. But also. Also, you're better at it than Chuck. <laughs> and also stay at home mom does not mean that you're educating either what i i know there's, i know no, there's it's shocking happening. come on sometimes sometimes but not all it's not in a very broad globalistic right like, so like yeah, why so. not have this option available sure anyway what the heck what the heck think before you speak Chuck. now you have another idaho <laughs> idaho well yeah because it, it this should is my be favorite joke idaho. as a kid i just need to say oh, this great. right now i don't know any idaho jokes two potatoes are standing on a corner how do you know which one is a prostitute i don't know it's the one stamped idaho <laughs> wow wow if you were a man in That's congress terrible, right it's now terrible. you it's would terrible. you'd be like there would be outrage right now it's terrible your hoe but comment. i i learned that joke as a kid <laughs> And and then repeated it as a grown just, adult. It's just <clears throat> all right, fair, <laughs> fine. I'm gonna. You should tweet that to Chuck. Hey, next time you're gonna say something offensive to women, try maybe, this out, Chuck. Maybe I should have had early childhood education. <clears throat> maybe then I wouldn't have such terrible jokes. Amen. <laughs> yeah, because kids don't learn bad jokes in school. That never happens. Okay. Um. So we should also mention if you don't know. February, not February, February. Yes, February was Black History Month. Yes. And March is Women's History Month. Yes. I can't wait till. No, don't even say May, it. There's not Men's History May, Month. Man's, man's History no. Month. No. Okay, never mind. Men don't get a history um, month because all history is about men. All, by men, for men, so, about men. Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that. Anyway, so it's Women's History Month. Yes. And Monday was International Women's Day. Yes. So a backdated happy international women's day yes, to uh -huh. all the women out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mine was from, was from that. So um, we got that down. So it's women's history month. So Burger King got itself in some hot water on Twitter on Monday because they had a series of tweets that was, that was a, aimed at announcing a new program that was supposed to like be that they're putting on to, to help women um, right. employees, female employees, Pursue culinary careers because, like, apparently, twenty-five percent of all chefs, quote unquote, chefs, you know, chefy chefs, <laughs> chefy chefs, um, <laughs> are only are women. So sure. they're like they're they're trying to get women into this field. Yes, and so they started this, but they started the tweet thread with "women belong in the kitchen." And tweet. This is a bad idea. There was like, you know, you know how to do a thread. That's the tweet. Like yeah. that, but that was the tweet, and the first one was "women belong in the kitchen." There were more tweets after that, but it didn't matter nope, because didn't Twitter matter. just did its oh my thing gosh. and took them to task. And it was definitely like a what the, like, wow, like definitely where are the handlers? Yes. Um, I can only imagine and maybe not, but it's possible. It's very possible. This was tweeted by a man. Um, 
But anyway, so did you see that? Or I did, did you not, not see you that. You did not see that? No. Yeah. Um, so Twitter had wow. a field day just That's tearing them really a new great. one. I was sucked into the Twitter hole that is Wendy's tweet account. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. It's they're, great. They're horrible. The, <laughs> it's so great. Anyway, so no, I did not no, see Bergkamp. So apparently I, when, I dig, <clears throat> when I digged when I digged into it, when I, when I dug into it further, <laughs> um, it turns out so like it was it was tweeted by Burger King United Kingdom, like so it wasn't in the United States, but okay, because like, they have their little sure. regional things, yeah. And apparently in the New York Times, I think there was an actual full page ad that said at the big at the banner it says women belong in the kitchen, but then the rest of the information is right there, so you oh, can okay. see it. So like so women belong together. in the kitchen. Yes. we're launching this thing to make sure more women are you know becoming yep. chefs to because whatever sure and so like they it was one this is what i mean by um yep. like outrage theater where just like people just wanted to pounce on this yes it was like bad i mean like come on i we, feel like this is an unforced that error is the wrong choice but yeah. at the same time especially once you understand like then Come back on. off a little bit. Right. Okay. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine a multinational company in this day and age actually thinking that they could tweet women belong in the kitchen, like as a standalone and, tweet. Sure. Like yeah. maybe there's a like a rogue element in there that's <laughs> like, ha ha, watch this. But no. Anyway. So what the I'm heck? I'm surprised Wendy's didn't jump on this. Like, yeah, I'm we sure do. They look did. at me. I'm Wendy's. <laughs> I'm already in the kitchen. I'm already the kitchen. I, I even have pigtails. <laughs> ha ha ha. And I'm cute redhead. Right? Yeah. Nobody's raging wow. about that. No. Yet. Now they will. Because <laughs> I brought it up. Because you did that. All right. What the heck? Oh, what the heck? I just want to throw in another what the heck moment. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking just about real like quick. we need to have. Isn't it? We It's it is. Ref, uh, sorry, I cut you off. No, but it's refreshing to have a bunch of what the heck moments. And most of them, if not all of them, don't require no. a yeah. certain former somebody who's right. not for not a thing anymore. Yeah. So that's great. This was just a really lighthearted moment, um, which is like a little bit nice and a little bit what the heck. So UC Davis University in California. Oh, this is your bonus. Yeah. It's your bonus. What the they heck. are offering gift cards to 2000 of their students to not travel for spring break. So like, Sorry, I just read so, <laughs> so initially the headline yeah, said we're offering a stipend if yeah. you don't go. And I was like, wow, a stipend, like great idea. Like mm -hmm. I won't go to Florida for spring break, you know, and do the woohoo if you give me money. $75 gift cards. What college student is going to say, hmm, $75 <laughs> to, you know, Famous Dave's or a week in Cancun with my friends? Like, hmm. I, I, there's probably a Famous <laughs> Dave's in Cancun. <laughs> I just, I thought, like, I get the effort, <laughs> it was but like a good I idea. don't think this is. It was probably to the give to the to the bookstore. <laughs> probably no. no. They said they partnered with local businesses. I Even see. So. I'm I'm so like. Here's how cranky I am. I'm like, how about you just make a rule that says if you go overseas, you can't come back to school, and we keep your money, and we keep your money, and and then they'd be like, oh, oh okay, then I won't go. Then I won't go because yeah. I don't want to lose. That, that sounds but, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So just funny. All right. I do think though, like you said, and looking through headlines this week, it was so great. The things that make news now. Yeah. For the most part, um, it's not as ugly and like I found some uplifting headlines. Yeah. I just sent this, I, I screenshotted it and I sent it to my sister. Actually, I sent it to a friend of mine too, but it was um, somebody's 
post on Facebook, and it said, uh, as of this writing, Joe Biden has tweeted 34 times in the last week. Every single one of these tweets reads like a staff-written press release having to do with governing. Yes. (laughs) Whether you agree with the governing or not, it's like, oh, and here is a well-thought-out full sentences Uh punctuation. Um, I just really like it. Yeah. I'm waiting for uh, my wife is going to show me a, a text thread apparently between her and our youngest daughter um, because she's like, you have to see this. I'm pretty sure she was using voice to text because it's complete sentences with punctuation. <laughs> this can't be real. This can't be real. <laughs> you did not type this. That's funny. <clears throat> so. Okay. Dig okay. into some headlines, huh? All right. Okay. Yeah, you're up. I'm up. Number one. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed a bill into law this week which restricts voting access. Under the ploy of, quote, preventing fraud. All right, these are your words, right? This ploy. is not, you didn't pull these words off of I think a, they said premise. Yeah, okay. <laughs> ploy. There's a premise. difference. I mean, tomato, mm-hmm. tomato. Um, even though there is no evidence of fraud in Iowa, um, election fraud in Iowa. So the bill does a whole lot of things. It shortens the early voting window to 20 days. Now, initially, I saw it shortens this to 20 days from 29. And I was like, okay, that's not a huge deal. Apparently, Republicans have already shortened it from 40 to 29, mm-hmm. and now it's going to 20. So that's a bigger deal. But also, um, mail ballots have to be received by election day rather than postmarked by that day. Um, they're closing polling places an hour earlier. They're banning officials from sending out absentee ballots unless they are formally requested. Um, limiting satellite voting access purges all voters if they miss one election. Um, and then you'd have to re-register. So just a host of things mm. that are making it freaking harder to vote. And of course, nationally, even though there's no evidence of widespread, widespread voter fraud, 43 states are currently debating bills um, that would restrict voting access. And I call bull. I just think it's bull. And I'm all for like Stacey Abrams saying, <laughs> let's pass legislation at the federal level because that whole you know election piece in the Constitution, like let's use that as a way to actually have Congress pass a law so that there are guidelines in place and states can't do this kind of crap. I like it. You I don't think, like it. You I like it or you don't like it? I like it. her idea. Oh, you like her idea. This is crap. Limiting Those are access two different to voting. Headlines. Limiting access to voting is crap. Yeah. <laughs> well, so um, I don't necessarily yeah. disagree. Oh, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I don't necessarily disagree with you, but I also so I'm actually super frustrated with I'm very frustrated with the media. At the moment. Sure. Um, because it's really, really hard. Always. And we were talking about, well, not always. It seems like sometimes they do a better <laughs> job. But anyway, um, like it's really, really hard. I don't know if we talked about it in the last show or not, but like to f- especially to find like information about bills, right? So like yes. you'll hear like, oh, HR1. Yeah. And like you can only find essentially the sound bites from both sides, which has not necessarily any bearing to what's going on. Mm-hmm. So this is not like you said, there's 43 different states. I'd like to point out that 43 different states also means that some of them are democratically controlled states. Yeah. So it's not just a Republican no. thing. No. However, um, but like it's hard to find information because like there's all kinds of stuff coming out of Georgia. You mentioned Stacey Abrams. Yeah. But like some of these things are, um, I would like to know like how much of this is a return to pre-pandemic, you know, norms. Sure. And how much of it is is actually like a reduction? Because like almost every state made broad changes yes. during the pandemic to yep. try to make it 
you know, safe for people to vote. Yep. Um, I understand that there are many people who would like it to stay that way, but I don't think it's like crazy or evil to be like, oh, okay, we're not in the, we, you know, we're predicting. Now, for me, I would say, well, why don't we, why don't we wait it out a little bit? Like, yeah. Just to, you know. Let's just see what happens. It looks like it's getting better, but let's like, let's, the next election is still not till next year. Sure. I, th- um, I think that the concern is that we're rushing to put these things into state law yeah. so that if there is another situation like this, it's then a clear violation of the law and you won't be able to make those changes. Well, I don't, I totally disagree with that statement. Okay. That's, that's Explain. Not, because they already did that the last time for the pandemic, they overwrote their other laws. But you had, you had rulings that were like kicking things out. That was constitutional. That's different. So okay. like, well, I mean like, so if you have a state constitution that, that requires, I just wish people could see your face. We <laughs> really need to start doing video. video. Because- <laughs> well, I mean like, so if your state constitution stipulates certain things about when you can't vote or whenever, yes. whatever it is, and you make a law change that, that goes against that and you don't change the constitution, that is an issue. Okay. But most of what states were doing were, was not doing that, which is one reason why almost all of the, nearly all of the, uh, the Trump, um, lawsuits were all kicked out is they're like, no, they didn't violate that. You know, they basically, sure. they're saying they violated their own laws and the, the courts all said, no, they didn't. Okay. Um, or they said, you don't have any standing, but anyway, I think, I think I, I just think I, uh, sorry, I could, no, you, like, you just, no, no, you no. just jump all over that <laughs> women's day be damned. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> that was Monday. Today is Wednesday. It's over. It's we over. don't honor women except for one day. No, I, on both sides of the aisle, I would like to see Republicans Cool their jets. Let's just, let's simmer down. We don't, like, this is not necessary to do immediately. Right. Um, You can take this up. Now, now you could make a a argument like Minnesota, where technically only meet every other year. And so, like, they only meet this year. So if they're going to make any changes, they got to do it now. Sure. But, like, can we just wait a second on that? And then also, I think eventually, like, it's been a very good tool for Democrats, but, like, not everything is voter suppression. Like, just because it might curtail somebody's ability in some way does not mean suppression. Restriction. Not even su- restriction. I you have rules about things. You can't get a, right now, you I can't go get a license. You I cannot think, go get a driver's license right now right. because they're yes, closed. Yes, because they're closed. Are they restricting your right to be able to get a driver's license? No, you have to go there between Monday and Friday from nine to four. Sure. Like. So here's here's my thing is I think that especially during the last election, which was operated during this pandemic with all kinds of extra like allowances for voting, um, which were legit and we're not going to go down that road. It was legit, but we saw that that worked and it worked fairly well. Like even though we added all of these accommodations for the pandemic, there was not voter fraud, right? Sure. So then why would we not say, Hey, this many more people voted for both parties. You had you had record turnout for um, voters for Trump and voters for Biden, right? Like you had, it was, it was great turnout mm-hmm. on both sides. So if we say like with all the things that we expanded, when we expanded access, more people voted, no fraud occurred, why not leave it that way? Like why not, let's maybe look at expanding access permanently in, in whatever ways, it might not be the exact same, but mm-hmm. but why would we dial that back? Because all that communicates is we want less people to vote. That That's that, the message that's that you're it, sending. But that, that's what, that's what <clears throat> communicates to you. Like, 
why why put more restrictions on voting if you're not trying to limit? Like when you see that expanding access brings in more people, even for you know so how long, Republican so, Party. So, but the discussion is what is reasonable. Now, one thing you, I mean, I don't want to get totally beat up about it, but one thing you can bring into the table is is cost. Like the election this year costs a lot more money. Sure. It costs a ton more money because in order to expand all these things, it requires like staff and yeah. materials and all those kind of things, yep. which mostly for the, it's either going to be paid for by the states or even worse, like counties and precincts. Yeah. that don't have that kind of money yep. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like so, like where the discussion then can be, like, well, what do you, what do we think is a reasonable amount? Do yeah. we need to allow eight weeks for people to mail in their ballot? Right. Does that seem why not forty eight weeks? So I why think why not? Why can't you vote for president four right years now? ahead of time? Right. I think like, then, like you said, what needs to happen is let's have actual conversations about what is important in elections and and how we want voting to look like do we want the most people possible to vote sure or less like let's have those conversations instead of running to like let's write a law saying no you know right and i'm so i am agreeing with you but i'm also saying then don't run to you're trying to suppress votes you're trying to keep people from voting i'm not saying that there aren't people out there who aren't trying to do that there definitely will be people out there who are trying to do that (laughs) i don't think that all the Republicans and all the state legislatures all across the 43 states are indeed motivated by evil intent to try to keep. I think when less people vote, Republicans win, you know, so. I disagree. (laughs) I just wanted to say it for you to make a face. Yeah, so you make a face. I disagree with you. Anyway, so apparently we're going to do a show on voting, uh, voting, more voting crap. More voting crap. But it is sort of like, 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 just like, come on, can we just, just take a beat? Like what I would like to see if it would be possible would be to have some, not, I don't, I'm not a big fan of huge bureaucratic crap, but like if you're in your state, put together like a, a three by three commission, give them five weeks. Sure. Do a little review. Yep. What things can we get rid of? What things can we, you know, curtail? And then don't come at me, Iowa, saying this is for voter fraud when there was no voter fraud. Well, there, you can, there was not sorry, widespread sorry, voter sorry. fraud. Yeah, I know, zero, I'm zero, 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 whatever. Like it was minuscule. That was a made up number. It was. But you, it was minuscule mm-hmm. and like extremely rare always. Research has bared that out. Like, so if you are going to then put new rules in place or different rules in place, mm-hmm. don't say that it's for voter fraud when voter fraud is not a real concern. Okay. Maybe. Or you. <laughs> You're concerned about voter fraud even though there's no yeah, evidence of voter fraud? Yeah, because the Republican people are always voting for their dead husbands. So oh, I want to make sure we weed yes. them out. Yes, okay. I want my team to play above board. <laughs> we better move on. We We're better never, move on. <laughs> we spent 25 minutes on the first That's headline. It's fine. fine. Mine are really, sh- actually most of mine are short. So yes, Because great. some of them are, hey... <laughs> Props to the UPS. Of course you're S- saying props UPS. to the U- USPS. USPS. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Uh, did you read ahead? So do you know all my stuff? No, before? I just okay, saw great. this right now. I wanted to put this in there because I just I wanted to bring it up one more office. time. <laughs> um, so apparently this last week, the Postal Service Inspector General, which is supposedly a like neutral third party. They're like an sure. om- ombudsman. Okay. Um, released a report this week showing that the vast majority of mail-in ballots this year arrived on time. 
Of the 134 million pieces of election mail, 93.8% were delivered on time. That's pretty within good. Within that three to five day, whatever they call it, that first class mail sure. slot. Which I thought this was actually most interesting is an 11% increase over 2018. Interesting. So 2018 midterm elections yeah. with a fraction of the amount of inf- like mail. Right. We did way uh, better. We did way better than yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so I just wanted to make sure that I got That's a great. shout out to the post I'm office. I'm glad so for your friends. Isn't that nice? Did you watch <laughs> a couple weeks ago? He was on Capitol Hill, Mr. Jo- I did DeJoy. not watch. No. I didn't watch all of it, but like um, it was very interesting. And it's also very interesting, but frustrating because it's both sides are just freaking being dumb about this. They're just Well, they're it's all posturing like they don't really they do not care. Unless, of course, they ever get somebody who they could trip up and say something stupid mm-hmm. or get them to lose their cool, then yeah. that would be great. But for the most part, they don't care. They are just there to get the soundbite of them asking a question, which is not a question. Sure. You know, like, Mr. DeJoy, how come you uh, love killing puppies so much? <laughs> and That's then a he's great like, example that um, that was just on the top I don't of like it. I think we've heard enough out of you. <laughs> Why don't you kill cats? No, anyway. Wow. So anyway, I don't wow. really have anything else to say about the post good. office. I don't other have anything to say about will that. Will we see? I mean, there, there. Uh, Biden has appointed some new people to the board. Yes. So hopefully, like, and DeJoy was basically like, um, because they're like Democrats, of course, are like, why won't you resign? You know? Yeah. Like, well, because I was given the job, and I'm going to stay here until either I'm done or you fire me. Yeah. So there you go. That was the one thing that I, I was like, dude, with the snark, because he's like. Get used to me, like get used to me or something like that. I'm like, no, 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 Maybe no. Maybe don't. Just don't do Maybe don't there. do that. Okay. So this one is for you. It's for me. I didn't yes. look at yours either. So, oh, Russia hey. and China have signed an agreement to oh, build a lunar crap. space station, either on the surface of the moon or in its orbit or, or both. both. <laughs> Did that, is that That's how what it, it was said. phrased? Yes. Nice. This will be another international space station used for research and usability that of the bi- moon. Isn't that I don't a really... bi-national? It's not international. No, they're saying like other bi- nations are going to be able to use it. So sure. then I guess it makes it international. Um, so the U.S. plans to return to the moon by 2024. Um, yeah. So I'm just, I mean, we'll see if they Count get this down. done first. Whatever. Who gets to the moon first for the next time? Anyway. Also, the United States announced that they are going to have their first woman on the moon yeah. um, during that 2024 mission. So my thought on this was we're one step closer Newt. to Newt's colony on the moon. Yeah. He's just short by a few years. Yeah. Also, I'm a little bit torn about this because partly I feel like we should just leave it alone. It's just one more place for us to like put garbage and pollute. Mm-hmm. Like maybe leave the moon to its cleanliness, you know, I don't know. But maybe it's, it's really pretty dirty. cool. I guess it could be carrying all of our other garbage. <laughs> it is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Anyway, and interesting that Russia and China are. That's not, that's actually not cool. I, so I'm shocked that <laughs> I had not seen that. Yeah. Um, that's kind not an, really that Kind cool. of an interesting partnership for, <sighs> yeah, those of us who are not Russia and China. This is why we're supposed to do these like in cooperative things. That's why we have the International Space Station so that we don't, like it's one thing to like, to sit like to go to other to go to the moon or go to mars or whatever yeah. but it'd be much better if we were all doing it sort of together like be, well i mean it, let's in, hold hands no i mean <laughs> mostly just like because then you you eliminate some of the like um race issue yeah. like the competition yep. so like you're not pushed to do something stupid oh sure yeah so we'll see i don't know yep i mean it didn't have the article that I read about it didn't have like a completion date on it. 
This um, is one of those things where you can just like get in front of a microphone and be like, "We are planning to do." Yeah, a, a, we've a we've signed an agreement. Base. I do um, like the on the on the or in the orbit or, or on land or on land or both or both or both. So maybe <sighs> it's gonna be seriously in the next ten years. It's gonna be crazy what we're doing in space. It kind of is. And I yeah. I do. I'm torn too about the like. Do we just leave it alone? Yeah. But also the universe is like. Let's just assume we're alone. Okay. It's huge. Yeah. Like there's room that for we're us not gonna go someplace. To and then other like, well, I mean, we maybe we could try to learn a little bit ahead <laughs> on the way. Here's how we ruined this planet. Let's do the next planet a little a bit. A little bit better. Yeah. And then tweak try it a little another bit. one. <laughs> Uh, anyway. Yes. Um, I should have put this one later because this may, well, we'll find out. Okay. Oh, sorry. Are you done with space yeah. talk? Yeah, okay. I'm done with space talk. I'm just surprised you didn't see that because you love space. I know. I have my head spinning. <laughs> but instead, I was paying attention to Prince Harry and Meghan. Um, no, I was not. So I just want to bring this up be- mostly because I saw this article, which was super interesting to me. So Prince Harry and Meghan... Um, what's their last name of Yorkshire? No, of Devonshire. Sussex. There you go. Yeah. The, from the England, from the <laughs> family, from the royal family. So they had their big interview. And if you are dead, you probably know still are. know that they had this big interview with Oprah, yeah. uh, that came out this, this week. Yeah. I did not watch it. I did not read it. I did not. Whatever. Did you? I totally watched it. You did the whole thing. I did. Oh my goodness. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So what I thought was most interesting, so this article pointed out is like, because if you've watched some of the hot takes or like people on Twitter or whatever it is, this article was pointing out that um, political persuasions affect how you respond to the story. And so in their estimation, um, that namely, if you're a lean liberal, you focus on the system like Oh, they're interesting. You know, she was treated poorly or they were being oppressed or like yep. they're trapped in this, you know, situation. Sure. And if you lean Republican, you focus on the personal responsibility. Like you knew what you were getting into. You married into this family. Like, what did you expect? For them to not be racist? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but like essentially, right? Yeah. And yeah. and and I just okay. thought like I mean, I, like I wrote in there. Interesting. I literally could care less about the whole. I really don't care yeah. about their whole drama. Sure. Um, other than it's this interesting sort of Rorschach. That test. is interesting. Yeah. Because you probably were like, oh, you felt really bad for them. And so here's, so have you finished the last season of The Crown yet? The most yes. recent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's Diana. Yeah. Is okay. now there. I should say, I very much love The Crown. Love The Crown. Love The Crown. Yes. I do not care about the royal family at all, but I love The so, Crown. <laughs> so I love The Crown. Yeah. Also, Meghan Markle um, was a favorite of mine because I loved the show Suits. Right, which apparently she was in. I've never seen it. Super great, and I loved it. And so, like, you know, I'm feeling personally invested in her, and (laughs) then I'm personally invested in the royal family because of the crown, and because, you know, I've been to Buckingham Palace, and I feel like that (gasps) makes me... You were there? I was. Did you tour it? No. Oh. So Um, you were outside Buckingham Palace? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, like, you were by Buckingham. You weren't... Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, So... Right. I feel like this connection, which is ridiculous. Right. right? And because, you know, like of maybe the age that we were when the whole when Diana died and all of that, like, yeah, there's a lot of whatever. So I was like, I need to I need to watch this. I want to know what's happening. And I don't. I think it just was really interesting because of like what you see in The Crown and what you read about Diana back in the day when we were in high school or whatever didn't and but then sure. playing out oh you see well, i mean i i vaguely know a little just, bit so it was just interesting to see like pieces of connection between sure. like the crown which i love as the show 
and then all of this. Anyway, is interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but you're but I, you're right. This just, political yeah. piece is is interesting because there was lots of I saw lots of you know Twitter things or whatever and like uh, and and I saw these things before I read this article and then I was like oh yeah because people were not very you know and so conservative people are like oh yeah I'm really worried about how oppressed you are and they have like a picture of the of them in their interview you know millionaire next to a millionaire next to a billionaire on like this palatial like place in your sundresses <laughs> yeah. outside like really talk to me about your oppression um <laughs> and not to again i don't want to like underscore anybody's experience or yes. not underscore but like discount yeah, it, but, it. Yeah. um i just no. thought that was super interesting because i think <clears throat> i found myself leaning towards that like like I'm not making excuses for the like the royal family if they have responded in this way, but like I'm not even from England, and I would know you do not marry into this group unless you are prepared from serious dysfunction. Like this, it would be like marrying like Melania married Trump. Oh, she knew what she was getting into. Do you think she did? Oh yeah, I mean, I just how would wonder. You not? I just wonder how, how informed not? she was ahead of time. He like, was he he. I just wonder. He has been this way <laughs> since the eighties, like oh forever. I'm so not, anyway, yeah, yep. So now again, I don't want to. I don't want to like downplay her experience yeah. or like put words into her mouth. But like that's just my knee jerk reaction. It is so. I just thought it was interesting because I was like, yeah. oh well, maybe that's actually sort of accurate. But then I thought that was maybe maybe this could be a good point to try to bring things together in terms of like the strengths are your um, propensity to see the issues with the system. And then my propensity to want to call out like, like individuals agency over their life to, to, to make change. And that's what they did. Well, yeah. And then they sold their secrets. To, <laughs> they sold their secrets to Oprah so they could pay their bills. I'm super, so I'm super curious about this because Oprah said, and they confirmed that they were not paid for this interview. Oprah sold the interview to CBS for like $7 million. $7 million. So I'm just curious. Which she didn't need. No. Why aren't you, why aren't you all over her? She but, didn't need that money. So, why, why did you charge so money for that? Were they actually paid? Because they, like Oprah said, you're not being paid for this interview. And they said, we are not being paid for, like, we're doing this because we want to set the record straight. Right. Sure. And then like, that doesn't mean they're not getting no, paid for so that's every what other, that's what I'm just like, from every other interview that yes. they do before or afterwards. Yes. Right. So I don't I'm just, know. I'm it's curious just about messy. That. Like I can't imagine being famous. I cannot. <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, obviously yeah. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I can imagine <laughs> being famous, but like where you're just Millions of I, people all over the world are putting you under a microscope and like, oh, you shouldn't have done that. You I should have done that. I can't imagine. No, no, I would not want their life. And now don't you feel bad for the queen? No, you don't feel bad for the queen. No, you watch the crown and then you watch them go out and air their their laundry, their dirty laundry about the family. And, you know, the queen can't do anything except keep her mouth shut because her, her whole job is to do nothing. She did. Put and out you don't a nice, feel for she that. She did put out a nice little like. From what they're saying, like we we need to address this, and we're gonna work, you know. Yeah. She did put out a nice little, but they were very careful to be like. Again, I didn't watch it. This so was I don't not know from her. Yeah. Like we never felt this way from her. We have a great relationship with her. We still have a great like. Smart plan. I mean, they were very careful to make sure that it was not about the queen. It was yeah. about the system, which they called the firm. By the by. One of the things in the article too that was at the beginning of it, they're like, if you could have picked anything that should bring all of Americans together. It's that 
we're going to stick it to the royal family. Yeah. And yet here we are. Here we are. Divided still yeah. because for real, like we literally fought a war. Yeah. To stick it in and your now face. We're, you and know, now we're like, anyway. Yeah. So. That's a good point. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Come on. We're, whoa, we're getting this deep. This is just a really light story. Great. Um, and I just love, like you said earlier, I love that now our president is making this kind of headline. So <laughs> this week, the first family's dogs made the news. And this is the kind of news we have now, and mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, so the family has two German shepherds who came to live with, with them at the White House. This week it was announced that the younger dog, um, I think he's three, who is a rescue. What are the names again? They're like Dutch and I Dutch? don't remember. Okay. Thanks for Sorry. putting me on the spot about that. I, I can't know. remember either. We're going to call him Chip. Chip. Um, no. So he bit a staff member when he was spooked. The dogs were being set back to, to Delaware. That was the headline. However, it was later confirmed um, by the press secretary that the dogs would be going to Delaware just while Dr. Biden was traveling. And oh. then when she comes back, they're going to come back. Like she's kind of, that's kind of been her goal. And she stated like, I want to be here to get these dogs acclimated and transitioned and whatever. All right. So like they're leaving while she's gone. They're coming back. They didn't get kicked out. That's what they're it not seemed getting, like. When I, know. I saw the headline, yeah. it was like vicious dog attack at the yes. White House. So not, not what happened. But anyway, this, I was just. Even aside from this story, which is not really much of a story, I just love that this That's the story. is the headline now. This is what we're I'm talking about. I'm actually shocked that this hasn't like overtaken Dr. Seuss or the potato head thing. <laughs> that like yes. Biden's rescue Biden's dog, dog bit, attacks. You know, attacks somebody. Yes. This is why we don't let rescue people into the country because they Ooh, will bite you. Wow. I know, right? That I should really work for connection you made. I could I could do it. There was another um little blurb to not to fawn too much about uh the President Biden. But um, where it was just like a little thing where um, Clinton and Bush's, the last Bush's um, portraits yeah. were moved back into like the White House. Not, they didn't ever leave the White House, but they were moved sure. from, they had, they were in a place where most people would see them, like when they're doing tours and visiting, sure. which apparently is like sort of protocol. It's not protocol, but it's tradition that the okay. most recent, so like the official portraits, yes. you know. The most recent presidents are in this certain space, and so yeah. when people come see it, that they see the presidents. Yeah, Trump had them moved into like. Of course he did. Back corner dead. What about Obama's? Uh, it's not done. Oh. Yeah, or like it's not there yet, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I because I was like, what? What about Obama? Yeah. Anyway, but they put him back. Trump in probably the burned place. that. So oh, <laughs> no, that was that was Winston Churchill. Ooh. You watched that one? Yes. That was a weird episode. That was weird. There was some weird ones. Mm -hmm. It was weird. Okay. All right. Oh, there we go. Oh, this one I thought was, this is super interesting to me. Maybe it should be to you. Um, so there <laughs> apparently are some significant shifts going on in the oil industry uh, in regards to climate change and policy. So the API, which is the American Petroleum Institute, which is like the largest lobbying, they've been around for like 100 years. They're the largest oil uh, lobby group. Okay. Um, is signaling that they are considering backing taxes on greenhouse gas emissions as a, quote, primary tool to combating climate change, which is a huge shift. So they spent, like, during the Obama huh. years, they just rake. So that essentially, a lot of times people call it, like, cap and trade. Um, but essentially that we're trying, the, the idea is we need to control g emissions. Yep. And instead of regulating, regulating them, we're going to tax them. Okay. And so then people could buy and sell tax credits. And so that's, like, a market-based thing to okay. try to, like, reduce oil consumption but also raise money to pay for climate change like initiatives or whatever okay sounds like a good 
It was, and, and then and it got some steam, but then API people during Obama's time like came out hard against it, kind of killed everything. Interesting. But now that Obama, so they got a new, I can't remember his name, but I put his name down. It's Mike something. Um, no, I didn't put it down. Nope. They got a new guy in charge in the last year, and then Obama, or not Obama, but Biden, Obama Biden, mm-hmm. um, is in power now. They're sort of changing their tune, and so like, Part of it is to get, you know, don't get too excited. So one, it's good, right? That this lobbying group would be for doing this. Right. Two, it's it's a response to the situation, which is like they would really rather not have a lot of prescriptive regulation. Regulation. Uh Like let's make this system where we can kind of So maybe they'll leave us alone. Do it ourselves, which green people will freak out about and be like, no, we need to do it one way, but really is probably the moderate path that we should go because okay. then we'll at least get something i don't know i sure. thought that was really interesting that is interesting um the other thing i read too was uh in the past year bp you know british petroleum yep. royal dutch cell and other companies have been reevaluate quote reevaluating their pers- tips participation in trade groups and pulling their money out of them that don't match up with their climate goals interesting it is super interesting and interesting that they have climate goals well, that's because you you are programmed to hate all energy <laughs> companies. So like British Petroleum was one of the first companies, and this was like 15 years ago, when they were the first ones to be like, we're going to go all in on wind and stuff like that. And okay. so like a lot of these companies like British Petroleum and Shell, they have been heavily investing in wind and solar and doing other things yeah. because they are not dumb. Yeah. And they know that like- we What's need, coming. They know what's coming and it would behoove us to be at least- somewhat participating on the right. leading edge yep um so yeah i just thought so maybe something good will come out of that maybe not i yeah. don't know the people who are really still against it the cap and trade stuff or whatever are the smaller companies so that's the other sure. thing too is there's it's always more complicated than it looks like yeah. so you have the big companies that have the capital yep and like the long game yep and then you have like the intermediate companies that are more like i don't want to call them mom pop because they're not like a dime store. Sure, but maybe we can't survive this. Right. Like or, we do oil. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Right. And so like we can't, there's no shifting to being flowery, <laughs> you know, peace loving hipster. Wow. So if you, if you love oil, you are war. Like you're, you're a war monger. War. I okay. got that from the, the democratic talking points. I got it from <laughs> Nancy Pelosi <laughs> said it to me. Like if you love oil, yeah. I watched, Water World. Did you see Water oh, World? Oh, that's terrible. It's a wonderful movie. I love that terrible. movie. But the smokers with their oil yeah. and their burning and killing and yeah. everything. I mean, come on. Come I on. I wanted that sailboat. Who didn't want that sailboat? And gills. And gills. I <laughs> Such a weird movie. Okay. All right. All right. Stockton, California um, has recently completed a two-year experiment on direct cash payments to residents. And the results are encouraging. <laughs> Woo-hoo. You sounded like a f- you sounded I fake. I love it. Like, and the results are so, encouraging. <laughs> Mayor Michael Tubbs started the seed program um, in 2019 and selected 125 residents who were at or below the median income level in the city to receive $500 a month with no strings attached. Mm. Independent researchers came in and were like, "Hey, this seems like a good thing for us to you know study." So folks from several universities around the country came in to study these people. They had a control group separately, whatever. They found the program has very promising impacts on many fronts, including mental health, but also job seeking and full-time employment. 
Um, so like the gains that they made in full-time employment were huge. Um, it went from 28% to 40% after just one year Mm. from these recipients. Um, so anyway, like overall, just item after item, it was like, this had a positive impact. This had a positive impact. And they went into why obviously in this article, but it was just super interesting and encouraging. Also, this money was all from, um, donations. So it was all like, you know, philanthropic that sure. that organizations or people were donating to this, which is great. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, one way that they founded this. So now these researchers are looking at other cities where they're trying similar programs out, right. kind of testing it um, so that they can expand their research and hoping that it leads to some policy change. Mm. I just thought it was pretty encouraging, like the, the amount of impact that that came from just this small, like 125 people, $500 a month. Yeah. I don't know if this was the same story or not, or if it was a different one. Maybe it must have been the same one because I had heard it on the radio and they were talking about like, according to their research, was like like the people who received it were f- 50% more likely to have gotten a job. Like if you, if you didn't have a job before, like you were 50% more likely to have gotten a job during this time period yeah. because you had this extra money, I guess. Um, and then... And also like the typical like, ah, oh, you're going to spend it on, you know, sex, drugs and alcohol. Like it turns out. <laughs> Didn't happen. I mean, it's just like voting. Some of it went to sex, drugs and alcohol. Sure. But, like, but just not, like but anybody fraction, would spend right, their income like, going to sex, drugs and alcohol. I mean. <laughs> just like anybody. I mean. Yes. You know. Yeah. No. We if, all, you have, yeah. if you have dispendable cash. I really you, dig that it was it was all like privately funded. I'm all for that. So like I don't think you're going to find any conservative who's going to say like, yeah, no to the programs where you take your own money and give it to somebody else. Yeah. They're going to be I, yay for those programs. I just I really liked and like the, the explanation of like these people who like joined the full time labor market of like you may be stuck in a crappy job, but you can't afford to take a day off of work to go apply for a job that you're fully qualified for that would be better for you. Now you have this little cash. They can afford to take a day off or, or, you know, have Mm -hmm. one less shift so that they can go and get a job that's actually better. So it's just interesting what a small amount of money can give them. Or get a suit or whatever it is. This a little boost up from just such a small amount of money. Um, it's making a big difference. So anyway, I think I love, I love those, like I guess they're charities, but like programs where that um, help people. Basically, they they like rent a suit. Yeah, you know, get them a suit and, yeah. and a haircut so they can go to their job interviews yep. and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. that's really great. I I, I think the biggest thing for me um, personally about all of these like ideas of essentially just paying people money is like how how do we unwind it? Like, do you just continue to give everybody $500 a month all the time forever or in eternity? Right. Mm-hmm. Or like, what's the mechanism for unwinding the aid? Yep. Because I do think that our, as a general rule, our goal should be to help people. You know, we talk, we talk right. about bootstraps or whatever, yeah. but like either Let's loan them some boost. bootstraps or give yes. you some bootstraps. And then, and then once you're up and running, like continue right. to, uh, to support you. But the idea is that you don't, it's like anything. So, my my thinking would be that that's what this study is going to look at. So right. this this program was a two-year program. Other cities have said we're going to do this for one year. Other cities have said we're going to do it for five years. And yeah. so maybe that is like as the research is looking at how this is playing out, like, okay, you've graduated from a two-year program. Then what are the outcomes in the next year for you? Sure. Or does a one-year program work? Or is it a five-year, right. you know, like... It's kind of like the uh, early childhood education. Like, early, <laughs> no, I mean, and, not, and I don't mean that glibly. I mean, like, really, like, yes. 
Early childhood education is fantastic and has gives serious gains in the front end. Yeah. But studies show that 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 it loses steam in year seven or eight. Like you get a boost, but somewhere in the middle, we still lose people. So like, how do we then bridge that gap? Yeah. You know, what do we have to do there? Same kind of thing here. Like, oh, we gave you this boost. You got a new job. You know, now you're off the program. Like how, you know. So maybe we phase it out or like you just, you just know like. And I'm not an expert. I need to become an expert in that. Because I do hear, I mean, I hear it's from. It's amazing how much stuff is in your brain and you're still not an expert. It's just, it just I blows mean, my mind. I mean, an expert in, well, yes, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> it is now International Mic Day. Day. Um, no, like, um, I know that there are employers that struggle with um, people who, you know, that, that literally won't work more like because they're on some sort of assistance. Yes. And I don't know how these, and I know it's different in every County. I know it's different in every state, but like, I don't know how the ins and out works, but I'm always dumbfounded to be there. Like, Oh, I can't work more than 30 hours a week Yes, because then I'll lose X, Y, Z. Yep. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. It should be on a very easily calculated sliding scale so that you you know, so if you make an extra hundred dollars, you maybe lose eighty dollars worth of your benefit. So you're still to the good to keep to go to work. Sure. But you're, you know, like can you so imagine you can having get, to do that paperwork every time you have payroll? Like well, you'd I'm, have to have paperwork on the employer end and on the social security or the disability end, like every single pay period. I know. But I'm sure we, that's why it's gotta, not set up that way. I agree with you. Like there should be a, there should be a different mechanism, maybe. But I just I think that it's set up for efficiency which is not at all the case because the system is not, not efficient, efficient at, at all, all. <laughs> but yeah no i agree i agree with you i think that could be <sighs> beneficial but anyway anyway universal right. ba- basic income go for yang right Ye- apparently yang gang <laughs> yeah i want to know how so that it would be interesting to read and i'm sure there will be some someday so if you find one throw it at me yeah um like a comparative analysis from different countries because other countries have been doing this yeah. states you know yep. uh yang was giving out like a thousand dollars or something yeah. like that to a certain amount of people like yep compile them all together try to come up with some usable yeah anyway mm-hmm. all right all right what do you got um this is it's minnesota-ish but anyway the 2020 minnesota governor's race is apparently already underway and i was really just sort of like again Ugh. like with the with the election like with the with the voting laws and stuff like that. Could we just I have some election fatigue. Have a I just minute want a break. Yeah. I mean, I know that 2022 is next year and I know that this is how it works because they have to do the primary stuff or whatever yeah. it is. But anyway, so we already have Michael and Dell, the pillow, the my pillow guy. Um, oh, my gosh. I would I actually I would be I hope he gets it. Um, <laughs> we can come back to that later. Yeah. But, uh, so he hasn't officially said anything, but he's sort of talked about it. There's Mike Murphy, who's a mayor of Lexington, which is like Northern Minneapolis, um, has officially thrown in his ring to get the GOP endorsement. And now Scott Jensen, a former state Senator who had retired in January, one term, huh. um, is a practicing physician. He announced like, well, technically he didn't announce, I guess I was reading the Star Tribune article and they're like, his campaign embargoed the story. But Star Tribune was like, we didn't agree to the embargo, so we're printing it anyway. <laughs> um, so he's running. So I don't know. Do you, do you know this Scott Jensen guy at all? Maybe your internet's different than mine. Only from from the internet's. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he had several. Um, he had some very viral videos. Videos that yeah. went viral, um, criticizing 
Governor Wall's handling of the pandemic and all kinds of stuff like that. And yep. I just sort of am just like, <sighs> we're already getting, we're already gearing up for this. And honestly, Scott Jensen scares me more. Like Mike Lindell, this is why I'm like, Mike Lindell, great. Because he's freaking crazy. Yeah. Like. Beatable. I would hope, but although uh, I thought Trump was beatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but like Scott Jensen, he does come. I mean, I've watched enough of his stuff and read of it. Like he can, he's not, he's not yeah. crazy. Sure. I just think he's wrong. Yeah. Um, And it's sort of like that whole possibly like Trump in a more, um, competent package kind of thing mm -hmm. and so yeah. anyway i don't know i wonder who's gonna run for the Jew for the D democrats do you think what do you think do you think walls would just call it quits no I, there's a little bit of me that would not hold it against him at all I if i if i had gotten through this and we get to the other end of the pandemic i'd be like you know what I'm peace tired. out i did my i did yeah. the best i could i am done yeah I don't think he will, but he's going to have a heck of a time and heck of a time. I don't think anybody's going to have it easy because everybody's going to blame you for what happened, which wasn't your fault at all. But, um, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to back down. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, we'll see. That's all I okay. have about that. I got enough. That's all I just, that's all I, I just, ugh, <sighs> I would have liked a little break. No kidding. Let's go again. Because now they're just going to like beat each other up about how to try to be the craziest conservative person. That I should just ignore that it. That should be entertaining. I should ignore it and wait till the I hear the results. Anyway, do we miss any other ones? There was like 18 that I didn't put There's in the so thing, many but headlines this week. I, I thought I had. And last. What was the? Oh, uh, Merrick Garland was confirmed today. Yes. So a little nod mm -hmm. to that. Five, yep. five years late. Um, yep. Yeah, I, we can, I won't go any further than that. Okay. All right. All right. What do you got? Let's wrap it up. Happy. If you ha Happy. I, do I go first because you went first or what do we do? Go for it. Um, what do you got? Mine is, uh, so earlier this week, a Duluth native, Emily Ford. Happy International Women's Day and yeah. happy Women's History Month. Um, she completed a 1,200-mile solo hike of the Ice Age Trail, which... I know a lot of trails. I didn't really know anything about this. No. Uh, apparently, it basically runs from one side of Wisconsin to the other, but it goes all from the top to the bottom, back to the top, and over again. Um, so it's twelve hundred mile hike um, in the winter by herself. <laughs> you, should, why? you should see Tammy's face right now. <laughs> um, I why? why? I know because especially in Wisconsin, like there's nothing exciting for you to see walking oh. up and down. Wisconsin the coast of Wisconsin is beautiful. Wisconsin in the fall and the trees and whatever, but like, there's nothing. I don't. She wanted a challenge to do this thing. Just and, and, why? Okay. Okay. Um, good for you. She this said is a great. lot of things about meeting wonderful people along the way. Okay. That's great. I just thought it was cool. She's she's the first. She's the second person to have ever completed this journey wow. by themselves in the winter. Okay. And she's the first woman to do so. Way to go. And she's from Minnesota. Love it. And she's also the head gardener at the Glensheen Mansion. Interesting. That was like tagged onto the end of the thing as like PS. She's the head gardener at the Glen Chain Mansion, which if you haven't been there, you need to go you there. Should go. Uh -huh. It's super fun. You've it been is. there. You took your kids yes, there, right? We um, did. I want to go. I've been there like three times. I would seriously go back again. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so way to go, Emily. Congratulations. Way to go. I don't know what she's gonna do now. Probably take a nap. Probably take a, a nap tub. and then go well, get the garden ready. Almost. It's blizzarding now. Got a it was 70 degrees on Monday. This is bananas. <laughs> it's totally normal, but it was 70 degrees on Monday. 68 degrees yesterday. Yeah, and now it's snowing-y, blizzardy. So. Yeah. 
great. All right. Welcome to got? Minnesota. I just am feeling happy about vaccines. Oh, and yeah. It's just been encouraging. So Minnesota is ahead of schedule. They're opening vaccine eligibility to more groups earlier than planned. Um, now they're thinking that we should be able to like open it wide up by mid-April, um, which was like initially going to be June. Um, so that's great. The CDC has updated guidelines about gathering for those people who have had their vaccines. Biden is now saying all adults should have vaccine availability by May. So all of this exciting news paired with the fake spring that we have had yes, the past it was week, great. it was just it was just such a positive and yeah. uplifting, you know, time. I loved it. It's good. It it yes. I needed it. <sighs> it's so good. <sighs> I know. And uh, uh, Alaska today was they lowered their threshold to sixteen year olds. Everybody. Yeah. Anybody, Some basically like, anybody. Hey, wants to Alaska. Yeah. What kind of well, hookup do you have? They have less people. Way less I people, am, but they're also they also must be getting a higher percentage of. Yes, vaccines I am interested about them. how they figured out that whole deal because, like, a lot of the smaller states, like North Dakota, South Dakota, they're, they're kicking tail. Yeah. Um, but way less people. I, I joke that it's because there's less people and they all live in the same town. So, like, <laughs> so there's. True. I mean, like, it's not like <laughs> you're in New York so and it's so hard to get to people. Right. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, that is, it really did make, I was twice, twice yesterday in the shop. I was just, cause all this news was coming out and whatever it is, I stopped and talked to one of my, my um, employees and I was like, Hey, Hey, Tommy. He's like, what? I'm like, and I pointed to my face. I'm like, by June, we won't have to wear these stupid things anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I have been really good at work and like, well, good yes. almost all places with masks and stuff. Yes. But like, um, because it matters yep. that people see you wearing a mask and yep. that you don't complain about it and stuff like that. But I'm like, I can see the light to the end of the tunnel. Yes. And I'm like, I cannot wait yes. to not have to wear these things anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I need to ask you one other thing before oh. we wrap this up. Oh, great. The headline, um, the article that I read this morning in the Star Tribune was about the Finnish practice of oh, running outside yes. in your socks. I didn't put that on my list. Okay. So yeah. I wanted to ask you, so the um the person who wrote the article for the Star Tribune tried it. Yeah. Said it was fabulous. Sure. Um in snow in Minnesota in winter. I just like have you have you done this? I and have, will you try it? I have not. So this is the first time I've ever seen that. Okay. So it should be noted in case you didn't know, I run. You run. Um and uh-huh. I, I run every day uh-huh. and I run every day outside. Yeah. This is why Tammy is poking me about yeah. running. Yep, <laughs> I sure socks. am. <laughs> Um, no, I had never heard of that before, and it does not appeal. I mean, I have no desire to try it necessarily. The words that did you read this article? Yes, I did. So and it, it was like, like it was pillowy, and it was massaging my well, feet, it and was, it, like he made it were, sound. They were talking to amazing. Finnish people. They're like, "Is no, good he, for your he head." He did this and when like, he when no. he when he experienced yeah. it, and it's he good said, for your brain. No. <laughs> yeah, I saw it I just, two days ago. I also saw um, in Russia there was like a triathlon that's like a traditional thing, and it's the same thing. So they they run they run in the snow. Okay, first of all, it's all in bikinis. Okay. So no, nope. and this is Europe, so men are also wearing you know the briefs <laughs> speedos. or speedos or whatever. Yeah. So that's it's not just a women's thing. No. And they had video of it, and they're running around in in, bare, snow. in snow in bare feet or socks, and then they dove into a ice, you know, like. It was okay. cut in the yep. water and they yep. swam and then they got out and put their cross country skis on and then cross country skied. And I'm just like, how this is how wow. insane we are. Wow. Yeah. It's to be fair to all the people. Those of us who live in the North are 
equally crazy and weird. Yeah. Even though we like to point at like people who live in Florida and I'm like, oh my God, they're so weird and wild. And like, why would they ever do <laughs> Why would they do that? Because they go crazy in the heat. We go crazy in the cold and everybody I, has to cope. I think, Mike, that for our listening audience, yes. you should run tomorrow in socks. No. Because now we have fresh snow and you could just no. experience how good it feels. No. <laughs> how about you? Um, you should do it. I don't run. Yeah, I know. That's why I think the experience <laughs> would be deeper and more um, more meaningful meaningful for you. I already no. did that. No. <laughs> no. So I have no desire okay. to do that. All I right. would if I if I was going to pick up a finished thing, I'd get a sauna. That's what I do. Sauna. Sauna. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Sauna. That's sauna. how. That's Whatever. how. That's how people say it. Sauna. Anyway. Yes. All right. I think you should get a sauna. I think I would, and that would be nice. And then you could walk in socks and then go into the sauna. Sweet. Sweet. (laughs) That's nice. That's nice. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Flyover Logic. This is Mike and Tammy saying that even if you don't have time to land here, we're glad you found time to listen.